This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Property Jam, where we talk about everything to do with the human side of property. And this time we've got a very special guest on, on Property Jam podcast. Who is it, Matt? Who have we got this week? Oh, I can't remember what's his name. I, he's, he's, um, got, he's got jaundice, the I think. One. The yellow one. The yellow one. <laughs> yes, we have Tej. Tej Singh from Tej Talks. So, hey, Tej, how are you doing? I am okay. I'm excited to be recording this with you. I've, I've seen a lot of your stuff on Instagram and listened to your podcast and they're a lot of fun. So I'm here chilling for a discussion. You this look very chilled, by the way. You do you, look like you're quite chilled. Dad. You do. I have a leg up on the cat. Like I'm just fully, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well be laying down. Completely reclined. It is a Sunday evening when we're recording. So everyone's kind of, kind of just gradually moving into bed as we go yeah. throughout this podcast and recording, I believe. Yep. Planned. Planned. This is exciting because this is our first sort of podcast collab, as it were. Mm. It yeah. is podcast, Tedge Talks and Property Jam. Uh, we chew the fat. And also, as well as chewing the fat, uh, those of us that, those of you that are watching will have noticed our little uh, our implement that we have for this episode. And this was a little idea that one of our friends came up with, Amy. Thank you very much, Amy. For, Shout uh, out to Amy Rowlandson. Yeah. So uh, for the idea. And um, so we have a, a game of Connect Four. Uh, reason being is because uh, Property Jam is one color, very much red, and Ted Talks. I don't know what color they are, but you know they're very much uh, yellow. So um, we're going to play a game of Connect Four um, as we go. Through. It's actually not Connect Four. It's a Chinese. Um, Be honest. Uh, Be honest. Where you got it from? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Budget version. Yeah, four in a row. Budget version. Love it. Love um, it. Actually, I, should, I shouldn't say it came from China. Uh, it could have come from any place. Um, it actually came from Exeter. So uh, I'll take it back. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> is that why the quality is so bad? <laughs> oh, you just offended all our listeners in Exeter. <laughs> and, Devon, and there's a few of them. We know there's a few of them. There are. Yes. <laughs> so we are going to play um, throughout, the, throughout the game, throughout the game, throughout the podcast, we're going to play uh, uh, Connect Four, uh, all four in a row and uh, see who's the four in a row champion. And uh, we're going to give Tej the um, move a leg up because um, you're going to be playing against uh, three of us, but we're not going to be conferring about where we're going to go. So we're going to be less able to plan um, our attack. Oh, so to begin with, um, Tej, what color would you like to be? <laughs> I've been thinking about this long and hard. <laughs> and it's quite a close decision, but I've asked some friends. Yeah. And we sort of thought we should be yellow? Maybe? Yellow. Okay. So as you're the guest, we'll let you go first. So the way we're going to do it is I'm going to go along the top and you just say when uh, to drop it. So just say drop when you want to drop it. Drop, middle one. Oh, strategic. Okay. So we're in there. Good choice. Okay. So um, now we're going to start talking about some property stuff. And uh, the human side of property, according to Tej, what does that mean, Mr. Singh? Uh, I think it means, it means a lot of things, but I think what, what, instantly, what, it, what instantly came to mind is when you're creating 
your business and when you're creating more importantly when you're creating your actual properties so the functionality the design how damp proof it is how insulated it is uh, literally the the tiniest detail to the biggest detail in that house for me is what i'm picturing when you say the human side because it's very easy to just go magnolia <clears throat> paint the walls you know have a house basic kitchen boring as hell here's a house it'll let it'll probably let at above market value in some areas happy days but i don't think people are considering the human side in that element and i think when it comes to making it look sexy making it look good it doesn't cost a huge amount more but for me like that's how i anyway aim to get the human side into property because yes it's a house and it's going to generate money and it's an asset and blah 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 spreadsheets but it is someone's home so like I think, yes, it has to be profitable and it has to make money, but it's so easy to forget that like, Hey, someone's going to live here every single day, come back from work here every single day. Like they're going to be here on the weekends. They're going to have family over. Like this is their place of just being themselves. And so for me, the human side comes in making that property, making that house into a home for someone to then, you know, put all their stuff on it and, and make it something nice, really. And I think it's very easy to forget that. I find that really, I'm going for a walk while I'm talking. I find that fascinating because I think you're the first person we've asked that question and you've talked about the tenant experience and that being the human aspect of it. Because so often when we ask that question, people are, they kind of draw on their own experience as an investor and what makes it feel like a human experience. But actually what you're saying is, let's talk about the tenant journey. Let's talk about how we make it a human home. Let's talk about how we make it as comfortable um, as possible for, for them. They're the humans you're considering. It's your customer. Okay. Mm. That's interesting. Mm. I think that's, yeah, I didn't even consider the, the other element because it, I find that like everything else in property. So builders conveyancing, which I guess is the other big step and investors, sort of the other steps of, of property, they're all annoyingly human. So uh, for me, it's like, how can you, how can you, how can you make having to chase a solicitor more human? How can you make a builder having a strop more human? Like you can't, it's the, it's the worst of humankind sometimes chasing solicitors. So like, I'm kind of like, well, that's human enough. I want to make that less human, if anything, and just make it algorithms and technology. So yeah, that's, that's interesting for sure. Okay, I, I think that's a really good thing because we always talk about the tenant first, and um, when we when we talk about it um, in whatever we do, we talk about tenant first thinking, and I think that's fundamental to your business because it's your customer, it's your client, it's um, who you're creating it for, and I think a lot most people forget about that, and most people go buy a house, think it's the best thing since sliced bread, and try and um, save as much money on it as possible. Um, whereas we will spend a lot of money on our properties to make sure that they last the test of time and um, have that, um, yeah, that home, homely feel, that design, um, interior design is in all of our projects from day one uh, before we even buy the thing. I think that's really important to consider and make sure that it's designed for its end user. I think for you in like HMOs, it's even more important because oh you have so yeah. many more people in one you have a lot of competition who will design as good as you better than you worse than you mm -hmm. but you know i guess a, a way to beat them is actually to yes have good design and all that stuff but to think 
why is this design good for the tenant? Because at the end of the day, they're paying the bills. They're letting you be passive. They're letting you go on holiday. You know what I mean? So it's like they are the customer. And I think it's, it, it's maybe something that when you get into property, people don't think tenant equals customer. And then the, the word yeah. tenant is so like medieval, isn't it? And like landlord, it's so, yeah. it doesn't like, whereas now if you work in like a marketing startup, it's like customers or mm-hmm. clients, whatever, like standard words. Yeah. But I think if people took like business, startup business, and just apply the same principle of customers to their tenants and even buyers of their house, still customers, yeah. it would change the way things are done and it would help people get End of the day, all this stuff, as much as it, we're not talking about money here, you yeah. will make more money by doing this. That's true. Correct. Yeah. So just to pause for a minute, I do believe it's next go. Um, Joe, you're next on my screen. Where do you want to go? Oh, my it's God. Um, say drop. Okay. Uh, okay. Drop. Drop. Uh, there. Yeah. And just on the human side, I re- listen, I am so gross. Did anyone catch me sneeze? Okay, I'm really sorry, viewers and listeners. I totally sneeze. I'm a snotty mess. I'm going to blow my nose really quickly, and then I'm going to come back to you. So continue the conversation. Okay. <laughs> oh, I hope you're muted, Mike. Actually, it's actually really noisy. No, I didn't even bother. I literally. I, that's, that's the human experience. Is my snot and also, the human side of podcasts. Can I just say it's also this is not COVID nineteen. This is hay fever. Anyone else suffering hay fever? It's hit me Always. hard today. Oh my god! I sat outside. And I've just, the pollen has set in. So yeah, I'm not, I haven't got a virus. Everyone relax. I'm, I've got hay fever. Continue the discussion. Uh, customer, human experience. Yes. Actually, on that note, this was something my interior architect taught me. When we were, di- were designing um, the layout of our HMOs for the student market, she walked around the space as if she was somebody inhabiting that space. And she'd be like, right, if I was a girl, where would my mirror go? It would go here. Where would I would plug in my straightness? So I need an electrical socket here. And she walked through the wall, the electrical wall plan, the electrical ceiling plan, everything as if she was living and breathing that space. Mm. And I think you do have to do that. It's really useful to do that because you're walking through the, the customer experience. Yeah. Um, so that's very, that's a very human aspect of it. Um, yeah, no doubt. I think it's, um, it changed the way that I view design. Um, you know, when you go back to brick. Yeah. Um, I, I think that if you, well, there's definitely sockets that are in the wrong place, walls that you think, oh, I wish we hadn't done that. Yeah. Um, and I think even when you design it from the from the get go, there's going to be the odd thing. You're like, well, actually, that could have been better if we'd known this or if we'd known that. Um, but you know, our very, yeah, we haven't done this right in every single property, and definitely not when we started um, our very first HMO. There are definitely things in that where I think, hmm, yeah. Mm. That's, that's a little bit annoying, but if I, I couldn't live in this room, <laughs> I, I think that's a really important thing. If you turn around and go, well, if I was in a situation where I needed to live in a shared house, could I live and yeah, in this room and you know, does it work well for me logistically, um, fundamentally, functionally? That's the word I was thinking. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's not just about the, the money that you bring in from the property at the end of the month. Yep. It's about the experience that your your customers have whilst they're living in those properties because that's their home. It's where they're going to set up camp. It's where they're going to have their friends around. It's where they want to, you know, call home at the end of the day. So they have to have a place that they're feeling comfortable in. And it's functional. Yeah. Exactly. So, Tej, where do you want to go next? Uh, above the red one. Above the red one. Oh, blocker. Meanie. So, uh, as for um, a podcast, this is quite 
mean because you can't see what's happening. Um, so all you can hear is is the bounce of uh, tiles in the background. Um, so we're oh, going to have to um, take have to post the picture at the end. Yeah. Yeah, definitely at the end. Yeah, and I'll do some as we go photos as well, so we can build build the story. Oh my God, this is amazing! <laughs> but I'll be taking photos as we go. Then I should probably take me taking photos. Well, you've got the game in front of you, so it might make sense if you take a picture of it. Yeah. You've got. Okay, told. I'll do that. <laughs> you've got. <told. laughs> Ted, welcome to our podcast. This is kind of what it's like every single week, mate. I've look what I have to deal with. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I feel for you. There's a song there, isn't there? Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i was just thinking about the layout of plug stockets how annoying is it when you go into a hotel room because they should take a leaf out of this customer experience book yes when you go, <laughs> oh. when you go and you're lying in bed and then there's no plug socket to plug in your phone which is the one thing you need by your bedside because that's what wakes you up in the morning and you're like come on people yeah but the plug socket's always right at the end on the, yes. the tv Yes. Mm, yes. So you have to move the desk away from the wall to then yes. you know, put, put it in. Yeah. Unplug, unplug the phone. Who needs a phone in a hotel room nowadays? No, who Three needs reception. an alarm clock? Who needs an alarm clock? They've, they've got alarm clocks. Or the thing that annoys me the most, you know when you think you've absolutely nailed it because you see that lamp and you go over to the lamp and you go to pull out the plug, but you can't because it's a special hotel plug socket that no other plug will ever fit into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, HMO uh, frustrations. Yeah, should never be like that. So yeah, we're learning these, these, these properties were designed sometimes in the eighties and nineties when mobile phones weren't a thing; they didn't exist. Yeah, and and to be was. yeah, but to be fair, if you think about what we're designing today, in ten years' time, twenty years' time, there'll be something else that is not in our properties, and what uh, something that people sometimes still ask me is, do you put in um, Ethernet ports in every single room? It's like. No, because no computer has an Ethernet port. Yeah. <laughs> but five years ago, that probably would have been a really good thing because most laptops had Ethernet ports and you can get a wired connection. But now wireless um, is getting as fast as wired and you just have to know your wireless technology, uh, your Wi-Fi. Um, and actually, you get a really good signal, a really good internet connection. So what is it going to be? Oh, let's have a speculation. What's it going to be in 10 years' time that we're not putting what, in our what properties? What big thing is going to be? That, that maybe we need to put think about in a couple of years time so that we're ready oh and whilst we do that niall your turn <laughs> where do you want to go uh i go above the first yellow in the middle yep cool and then joe what do you think is going to oh ted actually over to you what do you think is going to be the uh the next big thing we might need to put into our properties that we haven't thought about yet mm. i think for hmos in particular i think just just the number of like electrical stuff that I think you may have to give away or give built in will increase because all it takes is a couple of people to say have you know a screen built into the splashback in the kitchen so they can use recipes that posh people have now and then you'll all do it and then it'll be like I just think it's it's going to be normal technology but it's going to become so integrated and so like, oh, you haven't got that. Oh, well, is it even a HMO? And then yep. it'll be a point where it's like, okay, this is silly now. And then it will come down. And then like any market, I can't think of a particular technology. I just think the amount that you're going to put in is going to increase, especially as, I don't know, maybe as humans become lazier and the generation, the younger generation who are like even lazier, even more in their phones, 
grow older what are they going to want i think they are going to shift what you do i think i think that's a really good point um now just to come back on that a lot of the um, internet of things that is out there are portable and becoming more portable so historically we would always put we used to put in like um yeah, you pay for a TV and you get the Virgin big package, but now that's not a, not necessarily a, something that you need to put in because actually people are using Netflix, Amazon, Disney Plus, HBO, or whatever the next thing is um, now. You know, now TV, um, all those boxes. So you don't necessarily need to put it in because the tenants have it themselves. So would you put in speakers hardwired into a ceiling? Probably not because the tenant's probably going to have an Alexa or an Amazon Echo or a wireless speaker. Yeah, but see, that's what I think is going to become redundant. I think actually that stuff will start to be fitted into walls. So there'll just be like an inherent Alexa in every room that people mm. are going to start. So you might end up having to fit something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like I can see that. Yeah, being I can see that. Well, I'm not, I don't, I don't know about that. Intelligence starts to take over. Yeah. But I, I think it's know. because it's so interchangeable. It's constantly, it is an evolving beast. I think perhaps just having an extremely good um, internet connection in the house is going to be still paramount in five, ten years' time because yeah. it, it, the bits and pieces that come with it are always going to change, whether that's an Alexa, whether that is Now TV or Netflix or whatever. Most people yeah. use their own devices to access everything. Mm. Well, the, the technology that we have in our pockets will evolve and change. And the, I think the Wi-Fi needs to keep up to, to that standard. I don't necessarily think we'd have to put much more into the houses other than extremely fast Wi-Fi. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, I just don't think we're going to need to hardwire anything because if anything, even if you put speakers on the wall, I th yeah, you could have a... Um, well, fundamentally, you know, sound requires decent amount of depth to get decent sound. So even just putting like little speakers on the wall doesn't give the best sound. So mm. I, th I think that tenants probably going to have their own, and I think it's probably going to be a mishmash of things that they put, they bring with them, and technology that they have. And uh, it might be whereby you you might provide one for the communal space, like you provide one TV for the communal space. You provide and maybe just a bit more singing and dancing media system um, in there. Just, just as a by the by, I think we're becoming very informative here, guys. Oh, oh hang on a minute. What? Are we, are we on. This is Seriously? more relevant information. We need well, in that to case, back. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably another go for Tej on the uh, Connect Four. So yeah, where right. would you like to go? Above my <laughs> yellow. Here? Yep. Excellent. Can I just apologize to all our listeners for being informative? And potentially educational. And possibly relevant. That, how did that happen? A blame page. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> although, he's, not used to, he's not used to being irrelevant. <laughs> although, although, can I say, Niall, my take-home message from what you said was evolving beast. Really enjoyed that. Well done. <laughs> that hashtag, hashtag. Hashtag evolving beast. Evolving beast. Strong. In and of itself. Yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna speed this game on, on a little bit, and I'm gonna go. That's where I'd go. Here. Yeah. Yes, that's where I would have gone. Well done. Good move. Solid. Okay, sir. and then I'm gonna let Ted go, and then uh, next to my one on the top level. Here or here? No, next next to it. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Excellent. Lovely. 
Okay. Yeah. I see the potential pitfalls here. I see yeah. what he's trying to do. He's trying to yeah. set us up, trying to catch us unawares. He is. But there's three of us, there's one of him. Come on, we can't let him win. It's can't. It can't happen. Yeah, like, that can't happen. Like that'd be terrible. <laughs> and, and and also Tej has absolutely no control over where these um things go actually, because <laughs> And also you should, you should know that I have zero loyalty. So if Tej starts to win, I'm on his side. Just so you know. I have yeah. to what? accept you into my side first. So oh, what? Listen, my blind looks a bit yellow, doesn't it? <laughs> it's a bit. Uh, it's a bit. Uh, it was white, wasn't it? Yellow. It's <laughs> only yellow because she hasn't cleaned the damn thing. Honestly, I've never lowered it. We had to lower it earlier. I've never lowered the thing before. So I, was, I thought it was going to drop. Like it was. But it's fine. It's fine. It's We're still waiting for it to drop halfway through the podcast. So uh... we'll see. That's we'll yeah, fine. Um, Ted, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. How are you finding the whole COVID nineteen? team virus thing as a property investor how is it affecting your life day to day at the moment uh i mean yeah, i think and this goes probably for most of us like we're used to sort of staying in as such and like working from home like we don't necessarily we don't have nine to five we don't go to offices so firstly it's not a huge huge shift as if like if i had a job like in an office nine to five and i came home i would be freaking like i don't know what to do myself yeah yeah uh so I think at base level, it's kind of okay. It is very irritating, not irritating because there's bigger things here, but like it's sort of disruptive, I guess, to not leave the house for simple things. Like I like grocery shopping. So not doing that is kind of weird and having them appear at my door or someone else go and get them is like, okay, I don't actually like it. I know it's more convenient, but I just don't like it. Um, I just asked a question on that. Uh, yeah. Why are you not going out grocery shopping? Because I, uh, my mum had, a virus symptom not, not corona but it was like a cold mm-hmm. but you had to stay in for seven days so as yeah. soon as she was done i had seven more days so she yeah. went and got it and now to be honest i just haven't got the patience for people standing too close to me because yeah. yeah. somebody somebody's gonna get hurt and i went to i went to tesco the other day for the first time other supermarkets are available they um, are. and, and sponsor us just get in touch just <laughs> <laughs> and whole foods most people were were actually being quite um, uh, considerate and they were keeping their distance. But they were, there was always this one or these one or two people that would just pay no Dickheads. attention. And, but most of them were had maybe gloves on um, and masks on, and they're the people that are not adhering to the two meter distance between each other. And it's just like, what is the point in coming to the supermarket all gloved up and all masked up and then going and standing in top of each other? I know. It's just for Instagram, isn't it? It's just to get a picture for the gram, man. Come on, like, get with it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's really <clears throat> it's just like, seriously, guys. Well, because uh, <laughs> I suppose you haven't been out shopping in a while, Ted. You might not have uh, felt the, like, uh, the supermarket ang- angst, the supermarket anxiety. <laughs> I feel very anxious going around a supermarket now. Uh, I've had yeah. that, say, that conversation with uh, quite a few people and everyone's saying, yeah, I've, I'll get it. Yep, yeah, I've got it. Um, you just I feel like people starting to invade like your you place. Sorry, Matt. I, 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 I'm like you, Tej. I love going to the supermarket. But when I went the other day, I had that anxiety, Matt, and I was literally could not wait to get out of there. Mm. I can imagine it's not it's not nice. So, I mean, I made bread yesterday. It's the first time in years. Oh, good on you. Yeah, which was incredible. Very good. If very I good. say so myself. Where's our slice? Uh, it, um, did you not receive it yet? Oh. No, is it still yeah. in the post? <clears throat> 
yeah it must yeah it must be yeah 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 i sent it special delivery as well so well if it doesn't come then you know the postman probably at it so uh i've made bread i have um been cooking i mean i cook all the time anyway but i've been cooking a bit more uh i've home workouts i was just doing one before uh, i came on here obviously i was on time uh obviously we were were so prepared to go Uh, live on facebook which obviously has happened yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah. Hi everyone on Facebook. Hi. Yeah, hi Facebook. <laughs> hi Facebook, not uh, live. Um, no, it's so, actually I, Instagram now. Instagram. So I think, yeah, like it hasn't had, I say it hasn't had a huge impact. It's been, I think, 14 days that I've sort of been at home. I think because everyone else, well, most people are at home. Businesses are, well, like solicitors and things like that are at home. It's kind of like if I go out, like my girlfriend said to me, oh, you get out of your 14 day quarantine. What are you going to do? I was like, what am I gonna do? She's like, yeah, that's true. You just maybe you can go for a run. I was like, I don't, I don't do that. She's like, oh, no. so it's like it, there's not much to do because no one else is doing it or no other business is yeah. there. So yeah, I just um, yeah, I'm just working. Last week I was like working every day. Week before working every day, video editing, put like doing stuff that you that is time intensive that you normally don't get time for. Uh, yeah, it hasn't. I mean, I mean, I think this week I'm kind of looking at my to-do list and there's not a lot on it. So I I have to come up with some stuff to do, basically. So, yeah, reaching a bit of a plateau. How are your drawers? Are your drawers um, in order? Before we go into drawers, Joe, do you want to join you, um, just uh, to put the next in the puzzle? <laughs> Joe, where would you like to drop your... Uh, I would like to drop ours um, above that one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. yep. There. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So how are your drawers? Yeah. Are your drawers in order? Because... Well. Because I find this time very useful for just getting your drawers clean and then reorganizing. Discuss. So I, a uh, good topic. I, I, I cleaned my whole room, like nice. disinfect Hoover, everything. I mean, it was pretty sort of, I cleaned the window frames. Like I was, I'm oh. doing proper. Yeah. yeah. But <clears throat> I also split up a cactus, cacti and made some two baby ones. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, I planted carrots, shallots, broccoli and cucumbers today. So apocalypse. Very good. Today, actually. I'm doing that. We're ready for the apocalypse. The rest of you, you're going to starve. Uh, well, you've, you've not seen our uh, behind. Yeah. Well, you can't see. We've got about three end of the world boxes. Oh, I haven't got one of those. Is it like a pistol and cyanide and, and... no, no. Okay. Oh no, no. We, we've got <laughs> enough food to, to last us probably about a month. <laughs> a so, month. So, how little do you, how little do you eat? So my. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know in the apocalypse, and you might you might just need to if you get caught by. And just out of curiosity, did you include baby food in that? Yes, Matthew. So um, my fiance's mother um, uh, has been stocking up for for a while, and has a has a has had an apoc apoc <laughs> has had an apocalypse box for a long time and uh, she's been stocking up because she's sensed something's going to be happening and we've been like dissing her saying what are you, you know what are you doing having a <laughs> this end of the world box all these bottles of water and all the you know all this um, stuff and paracetamol and everything was like okay and then all of a sudden we're like well she's got a thousand rolls of toilet roll toilet paper uh she's got all the rice all the porridge you know uh, and uh, if, if 
Well, she's the reason. She's the reason why um, uh, we have we have issues with toilet paper. Um, yeah. But um, uh, yeah, so we started stocking up uh, just in case um, the world came to an end. Uh, but I think everyone has now stocked up because uh, we walked past. How was it? pound savers or one of those one discount shop and it had a list out the front saying we have toilet roll rice mm. pasta tinned tomatoes yeah you know, everything um but actually no it, has, it, it said pasta then someone had obviously written no for some reason <laughs> that is what everyone wants to eat right now i don't get it do you know what though the joke of it is right i went into a supermarket the other day and all the dry pasta had gone but all the fresh pasta was fully stocked in the refrigerator <laughs> I'm like people. You can just buy that and stick it in the freezer. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why is everyone buying dry pasta? <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> I also, I also don't appreciate when they buy the Tesco finest and the proper Italian pasta, because there's a there's a big difference between the normal shit and the proper stuff. I I will fight anyone. There is a taste difference, not a marketing difference. So when I walked in, I was like, all these people have bought this posh pasta. Yeah. proper pasta and they don't even know how much better it is they'll cook it till it's mushy yeah, yeah. Uh, you know it upsets me that i can't even eat this properly with i challenge you this week with some of the time that you have everyone give Tej a virtual hug right now for his pasta pain look oh no thank you but i found semolina flour like durham wheat flour so i'm going to be making as i have done before pasta at home so watch my instagram stories for my past past dates past updates that was going to be my uh my challenge to you but obviously already on top of it um so next round uh Tej Uh, where do you want to go uh, that that empty one if you know what I'm talking about. Stop no, 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 no. Left. I can't no. see you. I can't no. see you. No, stop it. I can't you see stop. you. Why can't I? Matt, speak again so I can see the screen. Hello. All oh, right. Put put. Well, um, we need to get yourself onto um, what do you call stop it? That. Gallery view. Oh, yeah. Get yourself on gallery view. You can see us all at the same time. Oh, sweet. So basically, put it on the top of that red one, next to my yellow ones. There, there we go. Perfect. Are yeah. you sure? Hundred percent. Oh, you annoying person. That's all right. He had the first go, and whoever gets the first go is statistically more likely to win anyway. So um, not that I'm making excuses. Um, <laughs> it's a good time to make excuses. Uh, but my draws are, they're not in order, yeah, because if I, if I put them in order, they're just going to lose order in a few days. So what's the, you know, what's the point? It's like entropy. Oh. It's just always chaos. Let it be chaos, you know? Oh, no. Ordered chaos. Organized chaos, yeah. Yeah, like I know if you ask me where something is, I, have to, I know exactly where it is. And is it because all of your clothes look the same and they're all yellow and they all have your face on it? Is that, is that why? Where, where did I leave my yellow t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> like Steve um, Jobs, you just made that decision uh, easier because <laughs> you, you don't have to choose what to wear. I can neither deny or deny. Uh, agree with this, this comment. Hang on, here we go. Do you, have you got yellow underpants as well? Because all we see is... <gasps> no. Yellow... I actually no. don't. I need Mate. to... This you is on the list. That. You know, and you know the elastic. The, you, you need a black elastic band at the top, and you this have. This says Tesh talks on it. Yeah. <laughs> now that's a good Instagram story right there. That I'd is. Watch that. We're waiting for the underwear line, and now. Yeah, like it's Ellen. coming. Ellen's summer, summer, twenty twenty. Corona body and all that is coming. Oh my god, Corona body. I don't, I don't think it's coming. Summer twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably going to be summer twenty twenty one. Um, oh, but, well, it could arrive in summer 2020. Just no one will see it. <laughs> yeah. So, Joe, your turn. Where are we going to go? 
No pressure. Oh, okay. um, oh, I'm finding this. Oh, now I'm scared. Uh, hang on. Right. Okay. So it's going to have to be. Um, are you wanting me to put it there? Is that why you're hanging it? There? No, I'm just hanging anywhere. Oh, okay. Uh, so go to your right. Yeah, and then drop uh, this. No, no, next one. No, next. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There. Yeah. Was that wrong? No. Oh, very wrong. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so um, okay, so drawers. So we've nailed that subject. Okay, so what we thought that, we'd that do... was that was on the list, by the way. Was it? Um, yeah, yep. Yeah. So how does Tej organise his drawers? Yeah, that was. And has list. he got a pants um, fashion line in the pipeline? Tick. Okay, great. So okay. next topic. Good. That's how organised we are. Um, we, we we plan these things uh, within an inch of their life, and we time it as well. So we're now on to the next topic, which is Nile. Oh. No, the oh, topic is, is it Nile? Oh. I was going to announce the topic. <laughs> I could talk for hours about Nile. I've got, I, it's one of my favourite topics. Well, I, I think I'm one of my favourite topics as well. Respect. Yeah. But anyway, uh, what, what was next on the list? I can't remember. I hang know. On hang on, hang on. This is all part of the organisation, isn't it? It's it is yeah. all part yeah. of the organisation. This is, this is, this this is, is the... Is, this is the human side of property. This is property jamming. Property jamming. Disorganized. That's what it is. Acts disorganized. Yeah, we're normally we're normally guess, offline. To be fair, so it's it's ten times worse. But uh, yeah. Yeah. True. I guess for me it would be uh, just what what are you doing right now, Tej? Are you still looking for new stuff? I know you said you've got uh, projects that are ongoing. You've got builders that are still working on site. But now that coronavirus has hit, are you? Stop looking for new stuff, or are you still looking? Um, it's tricky. Uh, I think the economy has taken such a battering so quickly and so sort of suddenly and out of nowhere. And I know property moves slow because land registry are based in 1970, so obviously mm. you've got to wait for them to, oh my to God, so slow. you know, do paperwork and fucking language. Um, but I think. Okay, so I've had I've got two illegals. One that was meant to complete on Friday, in auction. It's the first time I've never completed on time, which should complete Monday or Tuesday. Because funnily enough, the lender Bridger wants something from Landreg, which I've asked my friend at Landreg, how long is it going to take? And she said eh, probably months. So I'm trying to convince them just to allow it and go ahead with that. I've got another one illegals that I bought two weeks ago in auction, which exchange which completes in two weeks. That's as far as I'm sort of going with like new stuff. I'm not like, I'm not really on right move mainly because there's nothing to see as far as I can tell. I'm to be honest, I'm not buying more. I think this is a night. I want to, my aim was three a month for the first six months of the year, but because this is such a unprecedented buzzword oh, there, word. uh, an uncertain thing, like it's not like an economical crisis, like in 2000, seven economy crisis where it's you know based on an economy and you can kind of have some predictions maybe mm -hmm. because of that i'm just like look if someone brings me an incredible deal and it still stacks with 10 percent off the end value like i'm you know super super conservative i'll probably you know try and go for it however because i've got so many which are now fully refurbed on the market well they're on the market but of course no one's viewing them or yep. flip on the market. No one's viewing them. So I'm in a position where I'm still paying bridges, uh, you know, interest or my investors interest. 
I'm kind of like this period. I need to just start getting income in afterwards sooner, take a natural break, uh, and see how it goes. Yeah. I don't think there's any deals just yet, at least not like how I invest. So I'm not like missing out on anything at the moment. I don't think. Mm -hmm. No, I think the market's still in uh, free fall really. Yeah. It is. The market is in free fall. And uh, until we get to, a, I think it's going to be it, the market. I think is going to go direct opposite. Sorry, Dal, I'm, I'm preaching now. Market's going to go direct opposite of the coronavirus curve. I think. So well, the mean, coronavirus, the, the the death rate and and um, um coronavirus, yeah, catching. What do you like call it? Um, goes up. Then the market is going down, and then as that comes back down, I reckon we'll see a similarly sharp upturn as well we're going to have um, a seesaw effect basically a seesaw yeah i suppose or like a sorry like, like a what if you could do that again that'd be brilliant got it mm-hmm. yeah okay. a weird seesaw i also the thing is with um with like lenders you know when bridging lenders stop lending yep. and they love to give money out yep. like yep. it's something to take note of and when they yep. stopped i was like okay Mm-hmm. billion pound company like i'm going to listen to your sort of rationale and mm. whatever research you're doing and knowledge and i know you're protecting yourself over you know but mortgage companies they get you know they get they piss themselves over anything but bridges are normally a bit more hard so yeah. that for me was a bit of a sign the first gong i was like okay which was uh, yeah uh, i got an e- well we got an email from one of um the bridging lenders that we use and i sent it over to Nile and i said hmm okay yeah similarly this is this if they're not lending anymore um that's that's a big thing so yeah but again they'll be the first to open their books and they'll be the first yeah. to get back on the on the market um and there'll probably be incentives i reckon there'll probably be good rates interest rates just gone down i think um oh, talking of which, have you all had your letters from lenders saying that you're interested that your thingies have gone down um mine are going up no oh. what all oh. of our letters go to the office and we haven't been to the office for a while. I was going to say, we haven't been to the office. <laughs> oh, are you, are you should find some juicy letters saying that your interest rates have gone down. We had a okay. interesting conversation with... Uh, just, with I'm just going to stop you there, Dar. Before uh, we talk about that, um, going down, Tej, where would you like this to go down? Uh, exactly where you've got it. Here? Yep. Yep. Okay. And Niall, whilst I've got you, let's move this game along. Where would you like to go? Uh, where are we? Can you go in the middle, please? Yeah. Interesting. Oh. So, oh. You've lost. We have. Huh? <laughs> Check Oh, <me>. Niall. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the board. Ah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, Tej, where would you like to go? Tej, I'm on your team, mate. <sighs> Could you please connect Over here? No. Yeah, it's here. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what he said. <laughs> Okay, we've got one more go. It's okay. We've got one more go. Everyone, the property jam are cheating. <laughs> Just so you know, if you're listening to this, I'm being out on me. Uh, property, property jam are editing this episode so that will be cut out. Um. <laughs> we, uh, we edit to win. That's what we do. We edit to win. Uh, yes. Niall. <laughs> Niall, what were you saying? What was I saying? Oh, yeah. We approached one of our lenders about a week ago. Um, asking them if we could refinance a property because they had already done the valuation on it. Um, and they came back to us and said that 
they weren't uh, they weren't able to do it right now, um, just to hold off for a few weeks. Um, and the same the very same day, Matt got a phone call from the same lender asking us when we were going to refinance the property. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah. So I was having a conversation with one team on one side and the other team was calling Matt asking him what the hell we were doing. That's like, that's like licensing and planning. It's like you get... Yeah. <laughs> Only ironically, it's, it, it has to be the same department because they're both refinancing. That's dumb. That's dumbness right there. I don't know. That is, I mean, I'm not surprised. But the, min, the interest rate, all these lenders have a minimum LIBOR rate, any, or LIBOR rate. So yep. I, I, mine's fixed as well. So I don't think it... All I feel fixed. fixed Oh, uh, so I thought if it was fixed, they yeah, you didn't benefit. No, hang on, I've missed. I've I've not spoken truly. So hang on, most of mine are fixed. I've had one fixed go down uh, from one lender just because they're honouring it. I don't know if it's because of the times or what, and they're helping us out. I'm not sure. Wow. Um, yeah, and I've also had on one that's flicked to variable, which I was in the process of refinancing, has gone down. So if you're on any sort of track or a variable, yeah, you'll have gone down. Yeah, um, we've got one. I mean, we've got one like that. Yeah, I've seen mortgage rates go up. Not not for me personally, but from lenders I use, I've seen their sort of email announcement to brokers basically saying we're cancelling these products. All rates are going up by thirty base points, which I think is zero point zero three percent or zero, mm-hmm. something. It's something significant. Well, oh. so yeah, it's like they're putting it up to mitigate the risk, even though the interest rate is low. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Can can I win Connect Four now, please, you cheaters? No. Yeah, okay, off you go. Where would you like to go? Here, by any chance? Yes, please. So oh, I wasn't, I didn't take photos as I was going. Big body. Um, so let me do another one. There we go. Da, da, da. Niall, you just. Niall, you let the team down there. I'm afraid. Um, well, I I, I apologise. I'm actually secretly on Team Page. What? What? I haven't seen the shareholders hey. agreement. I c- so. Consider yourself, <laughs> consider yourself served. Section eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't right. evict me for at least three months. Oh, that's true. It's all changed. Right. Uh, okay. That's over. So I do believe that um, Tej uh, won that. Do we have time for another game? I don't know how how long have we been recording for. Oh, I don't know. I've lost you count. 45 minutes almost now. 45 minutes. Well, in that case, uh, we should probably um, probably wrap up the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So um, anything else, um, human side, from Mr. Mr. Singh over there? Uh, any, think, any thoughts and conclusions? Yes. I think, as well as what I said earlier about the human side, I think it also, because everyone wants investors, everyone wants money to buy deals. You know, we can find deals all day long, but obviously you need the money to buy them. When it comes to investors, yes, they will look at the deal. Absolutely, because they're not stupid. It has to be a good deal. Oh, unless it's like your mum. I'm not saying your mum, mums are stupid, but they're, they're not necessarily going to, like family members aren't going to look at the specs, right? Most people are looking at the deal, but what they're really looking at is you. Like, has this person done this before? Have they got a network? Have they made mistakes and come through it? Have they got a portfolio? Have they got a house? Have they got a rent to rent? What have they done? How are they as a person? Do I like them? Do I get a good feeling? Like when you meet someone, you have a gut instinct and a gut feeling. Mm. And I think did Malcolm Gladwell write a book on it that you can you can sort of Blink. know someone, yeah, in in twenty seconds or something like that, or less. Yeah. I think all of us here and listening and watching yeah. will know and just think, oh, I've met someone. It was like, oh, great. And I met other people, and it was like, I wasn't sure. 
you can you, feel it can't you yeah you can and i think you know investors are always going to invest in people that they have that positivity with yeah. but it may not be you it may not be me it, it, it could be anyone and that's just how humans interact but don't be a dick and um you shall have that's that's my conclusion for the next Oh my god! Favorite, favorite quote. <laughs> so I'll leave, leave you with that. On that quote, uh, <laughs> let's. I'm gonna say a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. <laughs> it's yeah, definitely a goodbye from me. And a uh, goodbye from me. Did I was part of that? And all together, yes, you now, let's say it. Let's say it. And after after three, don't, don't be, be a, a dick. dick. <laughs>